This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The FBI has opened an investigation into government-funded group treatment homes in Arizona that could be taking advantage of their clients. As Arizona Public Radio's Ryan Heinches reports, organizers of the homes have allegedly targeted indigenous people in the Southwest. FBI officials say the group homes based in and near Phoenix purport to serve adults with substance abuse and mental health problems. Organizers frequent flea markets, trading posts, and medical centers to pick up clients who are often intoxicated or offered alcohol. When the clients return to a functional state, they don't know where they are or how they got there and have trouble finding their way home. As a result, local law enforcement agencies have received several missing persons reports. According to the FBI, organizers of the home single out Native Americans from the Navajo Nation and other tribal lands in Arizona, New Mexico, and South Dakota. The facilities reportedly receive government funding to provide mental health and substance abuse therapy, but often no services are provided. In In addition, those running the homes allegedly tell tenants to change their ID cards to Arizona to receive Medicaid benefits and food assistance, which is used to provide for the residents or as rent payment. FBI officials are searching for those recruited to the Phoenix Group Homes from January 2020 until the present time and ask they complete an online questionnaire, which can be found at the Bureau's Phoenix office website. For National Native News, I'm Ryan Heinches in Flagstaff. A partnership between the Northwestern Band of the Shoshone Nation, universities, and ecological consultants is looking to restore the Bear River Massacre site. Amy Van Tatenhove has more. Over 150 years ago, the United States Army attacked a Shoshone village in northern Cache Valley, Idaho, killing nearly 500 men, women, and children. In 2008, the Northwestern Band of the Shoshone Nation purchased part of the property in an effort to transform the site into a place of healing. Then, in 2018, the former chairman of the Northwestern Shoshone, Darren Perry, approached Utah State University with the goal of returning the land to what it was like before the pioneers arrived. Despite years of ecological degradation, Rios Pacheco, Northwestern Shoshone spiritual leader, explains the site is still important ecologically. Today is still valuable because there's still resources there, but it's just that we're not taking care of the water coming into that place that's always been uh, plentiful and we're not using the natural ways of filtering the water. We're using other ways to rush that filtering process. Brad Perry, the vice chairman of the Northwestern Shoshone, details plans for the site. We received uh, a little over five million dollars from various agencies in, in the federal, state, and local governments. It will help our drought situation. It will help the situation in the Great Salt Lake. Great Salt Lake is facing rapid ecological collapse as its waters recede and salinity levels skyrocket. Historically, the Bear River emptied into Great Salt Lake, but with much of its water now going to agriculture, water from the Bear River rarely makes it to the lake. Other plans include planting native and medicinal plants used by the Shoshone and creating high-quality habitat for migrating birds. Conversion of incised streams to broad floodplains will bring back wetlands to the area as well. For National Native News, I'm Amy Van Tatenhove. A trial is set to begin in a case against the United States by the Oglala Sioux Tribe in South Dakota over claims the government has failed to honor treaty obligations to provide adequate law enforcement officers. The tribe says the lack of officers has led to a drastic increase in violent crimes on the Pine Ridge Reservation and contributes to the missing and murdered Indigenous women crisis. The hearing is scheduled for Wednesday in federal court in Rapid City. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
Conventional Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Ameren, the 100% tribally owned insurance partner working with tribal governments and enterprises to provide effective commercial insurance coverage, strengthen Native American communities, protect tribal sovereignty, and help keep dollars in Indian country. Info at Amerind.com. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.